0: You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Hi guys, and welcome back to P.S. Meet Me at Stage Door. I am your host, Tori, and I'm here with my co-host, Libby. Hey guys! So today we're going to be talking everything and all things to do with Stage Door. But before we do that, today we're going to bring you guys a news
1: bulletin. So this is going to be part of our news section at the beginning of each podcast, bringing you guys the latest in arts and theatre. So first up, we have unfortunately the news that the 2020 Helpman Awards ceremony is going to be cancelled. It's very devastating for everyone, but they did actually release a statement that basically says that their priority right now is to secure more government support for the arts industry and those who have lost their income. And they just want to make sure that by the end of this crisis that they're going to bring back live theatre to Australians, which is such a positive thing that they are working towards. Now, also, the Melbourne Fringe Festival has had to revise their dates due to the the coronavirus. So their new dates will be the 12th to the 29th of November 2020. And the most unfortunate news is that the Tony Awards have been... Postponed, which is very sad, but they will be rescheduled for a later date, so keep your eyes out for that. Now back to today's topic. So we're going to be talking about the do's and don'ts of Stage Door today.
0: Obviously, we were going to be talking about Stage door at some point, but the main reason behind why we decided to talk about Stage Door today is because of the recent controversy with Barrett Wilbert Weed and Stage Doring. So for a little bit of context about that, as Libby and I both know, I actually got, well, we got a lot of our information from Catherine Steele's video about this, because pretty much the too-long-didn't-read version of this, so TLDR, is that... Barrett spoke out recently on her Instagram stories about some experiences that she has had recently um, with some fan interactions that have left her feeling quite dehumanized. But the main takeaway that I think that we got from it was that it's all about respect and respecting people's boundaries and actors' boundaries because at the end of the day, that's exactly what they are. They are human beings. They are people. Now, for
1: those who didn't actually get to see the Instagram posts themselves, in a nutshell, as Tori had said, she felt quite um, dehumanised by some of her fan interactions and it was a certain case where someone had run up to her And hugged her in the street and she just felt really uncomfortable with that and after reading all of the posts as a fan myself I was quite taken aback because the wording was quite abrupt for
0: a Mm -hmm. fan to take in. I think it shocked a lot of kids, which is where the controversy kind of comes into it. Yeah.
1: As an adult reading this, I think we can understand that maybe she didn't use the correct language in order to softly state how she was feeling because- Texting versus in person is always so different. So if someone is on Instagram and is writing a paragraph about something, it's going to come off very differently compared to face-to-face.
0: I think the message that some people took away from it is that they shouldn't be doing stage door and that's, that's not the thing at all. I think it made some kids think that it wasn't right for them to do it, which is just... Not, not correct, and I and I don't think that that's what she meant by it. I think it just for her, it was more that she felt uncomfortable, she felt dehumanized, and she has just she's she as a person has never been into stage dooring, doing it, or being the person that's there. But I think she has a
1: very different view on how stage door is than a lot of other actors. I think reading it, I was like, mm, as an actor, if I was in her position. I don't think I would feel the same way about stage mm-hmm. door, but that's just my personal views. And and obviously she's a different person. And, and if she feels that way, that strongly yeah. about how she just wants to, this is
0: a job for her. It's like, imagine if you went and you, you know, you're a, it's like, it's like saying you're what you work nine to five. And then somebody at the end of the day, you're tired, you're exhausted. You want to go home and they're like, Hey, let's have a chat for 20 minutes. I'm going to hug you. I'm going to, you know, I want your autograph. And it's like, it's their job. And she
1: feels like people have a claim over her self. Mm-hmm. Like they, they feel like they have a claim over her, but it, she's doing her job to her. Yeah. It's a job. And I guess it was disappointing for a lot of fans who obviously when you see someone, you don't actually know them. So to go and physically just run over and grab that person and hug them for them, that's a very visceral experience. And it' not also welcome for some people. For other people, they're like, okay. I don't think running up and hugging anyone that's a stranger is a good thing. <laughs> but uh, for some people, they don't 100% mind it because they realise and appreciate your support because your support is what's actually gotten them there in the first place. So yeah. it's a bit of a 50-50 on how people feel about it because I think it's however the actor feels about it and what their opinion is. I don't think anyone's opinion is wrong. I don't think what Barrett said was wrong at all. I think that she Mm -hmm. had every right to say that and to state her boundaries with the people that love and support her. Obviously with all of that, we will talk about the stage doors, do's and don'ts. So let's go into the do's and don'ts. Tori, how about you start us
0: off with one of your do's or don'ts? So I think first and foremost, above all respect, respect the actors they are people they are human beings they have just like they have just like absolutely worked their butts off for the past like two and a half three hours so let them take their time to come out do not rush them if they don't feel up to doing it that is fine and I know some people feel like they almost have you know a right to see these people at the end of the show but you don't that's completely up to the actors so above all respect and one of the major things within respect is do not leave your seat during the bows to rush to stage door that's just it's not really okay it's really disrespectful to the actors to the audience to the orchestra what I like to do personally is stay actually until the orchestra finishes because they are just as much a part of the cast as the actors that are on stage so stay applaud them they have also wet their butts off Just please don't rush out during the bows. I saw that happen so much in New York, and it's just really disappointing to see because I personally want to stay and revel in that moment as much as possible. So just sit your butts down, stay until the end, then go out. You're not going to miss anything. The actors always try, if they do come to stage, door to get to everyone. So just wait, take your time, it'll be fine.
1: Another do, I guess you could say, is that if they don't remember you... Don't be bummed if you've had previous contact with this person and you've talked to them before and you've had a really great moment, they're not going to remember every single moment and you have to be very kind to them on that. And for you to have the best experience in that stage door time with them it would be great if you can just go, hey, do you remember when we talked at this and this thing happened? You're giving them context to jog their memory so that they know how to approach the conversation with you so that you're getting the most out of your interactions with them and they're also getting the most out of it for you and they don't feel like, oh no, I can't, I didn't remember yeah. that person and they, they were really hurt by that. So I guess that's that's another do.
0: Another do, and this has kind of already been touched on, but that's manners. So that's just asking for things and being polite don't shove people out of the way when you get to stage door i've personally experienced that and it really just grinds my gears when people are like that because you're going to get to meet everyone and, just don't um, be a terrible person. Just don't be a terrible person and also don't hug the actors don't touch the actors or anything without asking. Um, sometimes they will state that when they come to stage door like I'm not hugging anyone and it's just great you're like cool. Um, if they don't say that do feel free to ask like if you're shy just say hey, can I hug you If they say no, I know that that can be disappointing but it's just their personal boundaries so you just need to respect that but yeah just manners is just so important
1: definitely. And another one that we can talk about is actually if they don't come out to respect that and to treat others the way that you want to be treated. So, some actors don't come out and do stage door all the time because they have lives and they have kids and they have, you know, family members or friends that they want to see after the show and sometimes stage door can take a, a long time. So, just respecting their choice to not do stage door or to do it.
0: Yeah. Because, you know, for example, I saw Dear Evan Hansen and there were a lot of um, younger kids around me that were really disappointed they didn't get to meet Ben Platt. And one of the important things to remember, especially with people like Ben Platt, he has just literally tore himself, like, limb from limb apart on stage, like emotionally, physically. Personally, for me, with those kind of roles, you do just have to, like, sit and you need to take care of yourself so that he is capable of going out and doing that night after night.
1: And when you've done so many shows in a row that obviously some people have been working on Broadway for a year in a show or a few months in a show. I guess opening night and the first few nights after is very exciting, but the stage door can get a bit exhausting for them. So you have to be very um, cautious of that and just and just knowledgeable on that.
0: One that I think is actually kind of super important that I actually didn't realize at first is that when you go to stage door, some of the actors are, you know, for example, like Christy Altima are going to spend like 10, 15 minutes with each person. They're going to take their time. They're not in a rush. And that's just what she chooses to do. Some actors, like when I went and saw um, Mean Girls, I got the opportunity to very briefly meet Kate Rockwell. Now, when she came out, she made it very vocal that she was actually in a rush she arrived from a flight like I think maybe 20 minutes before the show actually started so she was in a rush she was exhausted she still wanted to meet people she was like I'm not gonna be doing photos guys but if you could all have a page ready for me to sign I still want to come and say hi have a page ready to sign so that you're not fumbling around when they come to you because it just means more time that you get to spend with them and have that even if it's only a tiny quick little chat like hey thank you so much for coming you were amazing, that's better than nothing.
1: So another one that we can also talk about is try not to cry when you meet this person (laughs) because all you're going to remember is standing there bawling your eyes out while this person that you idolise is right in front of you just staring at you going, oh, are you okay? Like, oh. (laughs) Like for them, you crying isn't going to be memorable and you'll probably have a way better experience if you actually just – take a moment and and just go, okay, wow, I'm going to get to meet this person that I love and adore, but I'm going to actually spend that time asking them a question or mm-hmm. something memorable that you'll remember saying to them or, you know, telling them how you appreciate them and what you thought about their performance. That's going to be a lot more memorable than standing there a blubbering mess and crying. Oh, yeah. I know that that would be hard for me because
0: I couldn't imagine if I met one of my idols. It's hard. Like, The first time I met Christy Altimore, I did cry in front of her. So I understand sometimes it's really hard. But I'm very lucky that Christy Altimore is someone that can and is willing to spend like 15 minutes with you so you can have your cry and then continue. Whereas some people... You only get, like, 30 seconds to quickly talk to them. If you spend that whole time crying, yep. you're probably going to be just mad at yourself. Yeah.
1: And then you'll be like, no, they left. And they just keep walking past. And you're like, but I had so much to say. Yeah. <laughs> and I guess our last one, if you want to take it away, Tori.
0: So our last one, I think it's really important. And it's something that... I have personally also thought about doing and then did have the thought that it's actually not really the right thing to do is that when actors come to stage door they are there to see the people that came to see the show so that means that if you're not seeing the show I would really try and avoid going because it's just not the same and I know a lot of issues arise when Colleen Ballinger, who's known online as Miranda Sings, did her stint as Dawn in Waitress. And she got a lot of people coming up who didn't see the show and were there with Miranda merch and stuff like that to sign. It just made her feel very disheartened because she finds that her world of performance in that end and Miranda Sings, she does want them to be separate and obviously that's hard. But if they're coming out to meet you they want to meet the people that actually came and saw the show and shared that experience with them on stage because whilst sitting in the audience you might not necessarily feel it as much the actors are sharing this experience and this story with you there are certain circumstances that I think can be okay like for example, I know that Reeve Carney, and I probably have butchered his name in the process of saying that. Um, but we butcher names here. That's all we do. Yeah, <laughs> look, we, can't, we don't know how to say people's names. We're from Australia. Um, exactly. We're from Australia. <laughs> so he's currently, as I'm sure most listeners know, is in Hades Town, And he actually, when he either can't make it to stage door or doesn't feel up to doing it that day, he'll post on his Instagram saying, I'm sorry, I'm not doing it today. If you're still in the area tomorrow night, I would love for you to come back back um so that he gets the opportunity to see you or sign something or take a photo i think it depends also on the
1: level of popularity of the person Mm -hmm. that you're wanting to see for example if beyonce was in a musical and then she came out to stage door you best believe everybody on the street anybody uh, all her fans Mm -hmm. would be at stage door every night trying to get a picture or or something signed. So I think it's a very different thing when it's just purely musical theater fans, because that's a smaller demographic.
0: So I guess something for me is that I've actually been to quite a lot of stage doors in New York, but the difference is here is that Libya hasn't because stage door just no. isn't a thing in Australia it's not really
1: I do remember I had one positive experience with the Australian stage door we were going to see the king and I as a class and I was so excited it was one of my first time seeing like a big Australian musical and I absolutely loved it and I remember we came to the stage door and we're all standing there waiting for people to come out and Lisa McCoon came out and she was playing one of the leads in it, um, obviously. And so she ended up signing my my book because I went up and I asked her and we ended up having a conversation and I was the only person that she had signed anything for and then after that she had to go. But I just remember that being such a great experience because I was with all these school children and I have everyone I got to like, you know yeah. um, talk to her and sign, get her to sign something so I was I was so happy I think I would have been like what 16 when that happened so you know yeah. budding musical oh. in me that was such a beautiful experience but little Libby little Libby but it's kind <laughs> of funny now you think about it because I haven't really been to any stage doors and I feel like yeah. Australia more so it's about if you know someone in the show, you kind of mm-hmm. you go to the stage door and you go meet them as if you're family and friends with someone.
0: It's really not that same culture here where it's like lining up to meet someone.
1: Oh, definitely. It's not the same hype and it's not the huge influx of people going to see people mm-hmm. at stage door, but it definitely does happen. I have walked past the Lyric Theatre and... After the show, it's kind of that weird thing of, like, I feel like Australians don't know whether it's okay to do stage door or it's not.
0: And also, I think with Australia, our stage doors are actually legitimately at the back of theatres. Yes. Like, at the back, not where you enter. Whereas in New York, they're all, like, next to the main entrance. So it's super easy to get to. Like, I remember when I went to the stage door for, I think, I didn't even go to the stage door, but I've walked past the stage door of the Capitol Theatre, and that's at the back of the theatre, like where nobody would necessarily know where it is.
1: Stage door for Australians, it's actually stage door, whereas like I feel like for Americans, they must have a side alleyway door that you can get out of because if Barrett Wilbur Wee doesn't do stage door, she's got to escape somewhere. Whereas Australia, it's like no, this is actually where we come in and out. Like this is where we sign in, and this is where we sign out. Well,
0: I will say for what I've noticed in America is that that stage door is where they go in and go out to sign in and out. Uh, But there's also a security guard at the door, kind of like a club, like just inside the door. Oh my God. Only the best can get in. (laughs) Yeah. Right. But when people want to leave quietly, like when I saw Mean Girls and I had kind of uh, everyone had come out. People were still waiting for Barrett Wilbert Weed just in case. And I was like, she's not going to come out. She doesn't do stage door and that's okay. Um, I decided to head home for the night. And as I was heading home, I was walking past the main doors and um, Erica Henningson. Oh, yeah, yeah. So the girl playing Caddy. It was her birthday that night. And I remember they made an announcement that she wasn't going to be doing stage door. She came out of the main door because everyone's at stage door. So nobody's paying attention to the main doors. She came out of the main doors. and I just like made eye contact with her. And I was like, just let her go. Just let her be.
1: While I was looking up all of the stage door things, I was like, I wonder if there's any really funny stage door (laughs) stories. And I found one on Ben Platt. And I think we can all agree that Ben Platt is amazing and we all love Ben Platt. So I thought I'd read this from... Oh, yes.
0: He's just like a god in human skin.
1: This is from Reddit, I'm pretty sure. Mm -hmm. I really got in there.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Oh, she dived
1: deep. She dived deep. Um, So this is how it goes. At Evan Hansen, Ben was passing by signing autographs and this guy went off and said, I saw you on Tinder and swiped right immediately, but you never swiped back. Rude. Oh my God. Ben was kind of, (laughs) I didn't tell Tori this before. (laughs) So obviously Ben Platt was on Tinder and this guy had swiped on him. Anyway. And then Ben was kind of taken aback by it, and he was like, "Oh, I'm sorry, I don't really use Tinder anymore." And this guy, and the guy was being an, uh, I'm a, a bad word. I wasn't going to say a bad word. Can we say bad words? I don't know if we can say bad words on here. Can whisper
0: we? it. Whisper it. Asshole. <laughs> That's probably <laughs> Not really into creepy. the microphone. Oh, my oh Okay, God. that was no, Okay,
1: wait. I'm going to try that again. Asshole. And so he said, "Like, sorry, I don't use Tinder anymore." And then this guy was like, Well, you're still an asshole for it. And this triggered the bodyguard, and he said that autographs were over and that Ben had to be ushered away. And so, and then the rest of the line was there glaring at him, like, You just ruined oh our shot to meet Ben Platt. <gasps> I hope that you feel better about yourself. Do not so be that I just person. Thought, Don't be that person. And also, um, Ben Platt was on Tinder. So there would have been opportunities for a lot of males out there
0: hitting up. Ben Platt's DMs. Oh my God. Could you imagine if you were on Tinder and you were like, Ben Platt? I'm sorry, what?
1: It would be iconic. So anyway, that was the fun little tidbit that I found whilst exploring the interwebs, which I found very interesting.
0: But on that note, I think Libby has a little challenge for us today.
1: We do. I uh, was... On the interwebs again, Uh, as I do, I sweep the interwebs and I saw a video that Jordan Fisher did and I'm pretty sure it was with one of those Cosmo Vogue things, but he did a lyric challenge, (gasps) which I thought would be really fun for us to do, where we say the first lyric And then you have to finish the lyric and you also have to say what musical it's from.
0: Oh, God. Okay. I know.
1: Guys, I will say I'm probably going to be the worst person at this. I make up my own lyrics to things. That's how much I don't remember (laughs) lyrics. But I thought this would be a fun challenge. Okay. I have three. All right. Okay. okay. Are you ready? (laughs) All right. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm so nervous. I'm like sweating. Jesus. Do you want to start? (laughs) Okay. I'll start. Okay, Okay. I'm ready. Round one. I'm going to start with an easy one. Lots of chocolate for me to eat. Lots of coal making, lots of eat. What is it, Oh, Tori?
0: oh, uh, oh, 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 oh. It's from My Fair Lady. It's from My, yes. My Fair Lady. Um, but I've got to finish the lyrics. Um, uh, <laughs> uh, wait, well, what did you say? Lots of chocolate for me to eat. Lots of coal making, lots of eat. Um, something, something, warm feet. Warm hands, warm face, warm feet. Yes! Yes! <laughs> I got, she got it. She got it finally.
1: Oh, I'm going to be terrible. Okay, okay I'm ready. Right. I'm ready for you. Okay, I'm
0: going to do the first one. This one is an easy one. You're going to know this straight away. <laughs> I'm through accepting limits because someone says they're so. Some things I cannot change.
1: But till I try. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Wicked, yeah. Wicked, 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 wicked. And wicked. who sings it?
1: Um, Alphaba.
0: Oh my God, no way. Was that oh my God. T- That was way too easy. I picked it and then I was like singing it and I was like, like, she's, she's going to know, know what this is straight away.
1: Oh my God, I love it. I'm going to pick, this is a, I feel like I'm going to do a <laughs> contemporary one. Oh, oh this is going to be actually, I think this may be hard because. Okay. I feel like you have to be in the song and like hearing it. Okay. For this one. Okay. I'm ready. I'm ready. And every day while slaves were being slaughtered and carted away across
0: the waves. Um, okay well every day the slaves are being slaughtered and carted away across the slave they stumbled to give its guard up aside he was hoping for something to be a part of a brother was ready with his big steel borrow or barter it was from hamilton Woo! i yeah, may have got some of the lyrics wrong
1: but no i i only had till he struggled and kept his guard up so you got that
0: oh okay beautiful <laughs>
1: so we're two and two and one okay let's see if i can get the next one Yeah, this one one,
0: i really hope you know this this is an obscure musical um but it's also a very popular musical but (laughs) i find that there are certain people that like this musical so okay okay i gotta get back to hogwarts i gotta get back to school Wait, what musical is this? I, I really don't know this. I gotta get back to Hogwarts. I gotta get back to school. I actually don't know this at all. Well, the rest of the lyrics is are, I've got to get back to Hogwarts where everybody thinks I'm cool. No, it's from A Very Potter Musical with Darren Chris. Oh, of course, of course. Okay,
1: so I, I haven't actually watched the full thing of <gasps> A Very Potter Musical. I should slap my, I'm slapping my wrist oh, right now. How um, you? I know. Okay, this yeah, one. it's your last but one. But I'm going to do a hard one for you.
0: Oh, no. <laughs>
1: okay, ready?
0: Fish gotta yeah. swim, birds gotta fly. Um. This is like an old one, isn't it? Yeah. Fish gotta swim and birds gotta fly. Um. I gotta love. Yes. That's... Oh, gosh. What? I love that Meant to be mine? No, not, oh. this, not this specific one. Well I know. Oh, what's it from? It's from Showboat?
1: Yeah, the OG musical. The first yeah. ever musical.
0: Because I was like, fish gotta swim and birds gotta fly. Because that was a song that, that I wasn't allowed to day sing day in the first tri- <laughs> Oh, okay, okay. okay. All right. So I'm on two and you're on one. Ready. Alright. <clears throat> shaking heart thundering, meets the royal mess
1: guys I'm a fake musical theatre fan
0: (laughs) (laughs) Um, oh my god does Does everyone know this is
1: everyone listening just like judging me hardcore right now I don't
0: I don't necessarily know but then it goes start smiling stop wondering why did I say yes? It's Anastasia. We'll go from there. <gasps> oh,
1: okay. I haven't actually listened to the full soundtrack of Anastasia. Fake fan. Woman. Fake fan. I like Woman. I've listened to a lot of it, but I also downloaded the um oh, that's bad of me to say. But I have a version of it that I was meaning to watch, which now that I'm in isolation, I think I can actually get around <laughs> to watching finally. So I was like waiting to watch that before I
0: Right. But I've seen, I've listened to
1: like, yeah, I've like listened to the main bits of Anastasia, but I haven't
0: listened to like the whole thing. Well, I mean, does that mean I win? I think that means you won. I got two out of three. I'm so proud of myself. I feel like we're going to have to do this all the time now. I love this. <laughs> all right. So I think now to end our episode, we are going to end with a bedtime story. And we actually asked you guys to send in some of your bedtime stories. We've received quite a few and they're all Like, just so amazing. And so I think the one that we're going to be talking about today is... So this is from at underscore Anastasia underscore,
1: and she was doing a production of The Wizard of Oz. So this is what she said. The bucket to kill the witch was forgotten in The Wizard of Oz when I was playing Dorothy. Quick thinking led me to spitting on the witch to kill her. Luckily, the witch jumped on board and went with it. Can you imagine? She ends up (gasps) melting... Amazing. What a great story. Could you imagine? You're like sitting there going, where's the bucket? Where's the water? Okay, where else have I got water? The fact that you thought that quickly to spit on someone... That's hilarious. I wish I could see the, the
0: video footage for that. Oh, oh, my God. Anastasia, if you're listening and if you have footage of that, please, Ooh. we we need to see 100%. this. This is going to make my self-isolation worthwhile. A
1: hundred percent. I think we got another one in.
0: Yeah. So another one of our favorites um, came actually from Sophia at Sop.com. S R M, and so for the context, uh, she is um, a good friend of ours, and she does a lot of the tech side of things. And so she said, during Bonnie and Clyde, we had three level rustra. So that's like three different leveled stages. And during Act One, the middle of one just broke no. so the 15 minute intermission we spent re-blocking scenes and I had to wing all the lighting cues for act two so I had to reprogram the lights into whatever <gasps> faders we no. had Oh that would be so
1: bad But can you imagine, I can't imagine for these guys having to re-block the entire show in a 15 minute intermission and then being like, okay, cool. Yep. All right. Let's start act two. Let's, let's keep going. And then also having to redo the lights. Lighting takes so long. So
0: I can't, that's props to them. I know she does such a great job, Sophia. So I'm sure she was on it. I can't even imagine. She is. Sophia, (laughs) you are a legend. Anastasia, you are a legend for your quick thinking. But thank you so much for your submissions this week, guys. We absolutely loved hearing from you. So please if you have any bedtime stories, stage mishaps, costume malfunctions, showmances even, feel free to send them over to our Instagram at ps.meetme underscore at stage door or send them through to our email which is ps.stagedoor.podcast@gmail.com. at gmail.com thank you so much guys for tuning in today that is the end of the podcast thank you so so much again for your love and support and we can't wait to see you guys next time bye, bye.